Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. You're listening to episode 158. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here with me. Had a lot of fun this past week. We had uh, played a lot of board games at my house, as you have probably already figured out. And last night was our, uh, every other Monday we have board game night, and we had a good group of people show up. And what was fun is that several of them I have met through this podcast. Um, we had Matt Warden fly in from Minnesota. He was here on business in the San Francisco Bay Area. He was able to stop by. We had Todd Anderson, who was able to come in, uh, who, when asked, how did you find us? Oh, I listened to Richard's podcast. So it's a lot of fun to meet people on Twitter, and that brings up the question when uh, your spouse asks you who's coming over and you list off some names and she says, do you know those people? What's the definition of knowing? Do I correspond with them? Have I tracked them, watched them, tweeted with them, checked them out on Facebook, saw the pictures of their kids? This definition of knowing has taken on a whole new meaning. So fortunately for me, it's been great to get to know so many of you, my listeners, and to have you actually come over to my home and play board games. If you're in the San Jose San Francisco area, and it happens to be a Monday night, there's a really good chance we're going to be playing board games. So give me a shout out on Twitter, and you're welcome to come join the group. All right, let's go talk to my guests. My guest today I have invited on the show because the, this episode we're going to call When You Think You're Ready But You're Not when it comes to your Kickstarter project and introduce you to Nick and Nicole Fink, who are from Ohio, who have a uh, Kickstarter project out there called Marital Bliss. Guys, thanks for joining me on the show. Great. Thanks for having us. Hello. Well, I'm thrilled to have you. Marital bliss. So before we get into this journey that you've been on of lessons learned and how far you've gotten here, tell us a little bit about the project itself because it's on Kickstarter right now. It's called Marital Bliss. So tell us about it. All right. So we've created this card game. Um, it's a card, for, card game for couples, and it's a little bit unique in that it is played over the course of several days. And it is designed to be integrated into your day-to-day life. Interesting. Goal- okay. That's very yeah. fascinating. So this isn't a sit down, okay, let's uh, psychoanalyze each other and uh, let's play this <laughs> card game for the next hour. No, this is something that you've said that's like, okay, over the next week, we're going to kind of try this thing. Okay. Yeah. And the goal is really to help couples have fun together. Um, you know, day-to-day life can just get kind of boring and weigh you down after a while. And we just want to help people um, make it a little more fun and uh, become a little bit more aware of each other. So you've yes. lost, go, go yeah. ahead, Nick, your turn. Without getting into too much detail, the, the way you play it is you, you draw secret mission cards. And so over the course of the week, you have seven days to complete your missions, uh, which could be anything from take out the garbage to buy some flowers to your spouse. Or they're generally nice things or things you, uh, we, you know, you should do for your spouse. <laughs> Um, but you have to accomplish them in secret because your spouse is trying to guess what your secret mission is. And oh, so interesting. There's a, that's where the strategy level comes into it. So let's talk about this. So if anybody's listening right now, the project's actually live. Um, this episode is running here in September. The project's live on Kickstarter. It's called Marital Bliss uh, Cards for Couples. Let's talk about this journey you've been on because you and I – um, Nicole, you reached out to me, uh, it's been several weeks. Well, actually it's been several months ago. It was sometime last year in 2012, around November, you reached out originally. Yeah. And, and so when you reached out to me in November, at what stage were you on this journey of moving to this point where you've launched your Kickstarter campaign? 
Yeah, at that point, we were really early on. Um, you know, we've been working on this game now for a couple of years, just playtesting it ourselves, working out the kinks of the rules. And um, about a year ago is when we finally decided, yeah, let's let's do something with this. And um, we started exploring our options and we're really drawn to Kickstarter and the, that concept. And so um, for the past year, we've been going through that planning process and figuring out how it works and how we could make it work for us. So talk about that planning process. What does that mean? What did you do? Well, I mean, it's been, it's a fairly uh, in-depth, I mean, anyone probably listening to this podcast is familiar with the fact that phew, there's so much you can do um, to, to get on Kickstarter and, and, and just research and look at other projects and back projects and study it. And so, I mean, there's two components. There's the component of building our game and finding some people to test it with us. And then the other component is, is looking at, okay, how are we going to promote this on Kickstarter? What, what, you know, what levels, what rewards do we want to have? How much money do we want to try to raise? What messaging are we going to, how are we going to make a video? You know, there's so much to, to consider for the, as a first time novice. Um, but I think one of the cool things is that there's so many good, successful projects out there that you can really study uh, the ones that you like and critique and say, oh, I want to do this or I, I don't want to do this. And so um, we can re we really have built a lot of our campaign off of the shoulders of people who probably uh, didn't have the luxury of looking at other product uh, Kickstarters and, and deciding how they wanted to build it. So what are some I Go ahead, Nicole. Sorry. No, I was just going to say another thing that we did was we backed a few projects um, at various stages just so that we can follow them and see what they do and how they do it um, and, and become more familiar with the process through them. Like who? Which ones did you back? Do you remember? Oh. Oh, there's quite a few. I mean, there's a lot of um, – actually, I'll go look here real quick. Um, several that, that were – Yeah, it says you've uh, backed five. I guess I, yep. could, I guess I could look too. Um, Bell of the Ball from Dice Hate Me Games. Double yeah, that's a current one that's out there. That's a current one. Double Finds Massive Chalice. Yep, I'm a video gamer, so. Okay, Planet Money T-shirt. An interesting one was called Trifecta, yeah. uh, and that was a game for two players. And I think it's really kind of similar to, to what we wanted to do. You know, their goal was $5,000. Um, it was just a, a guy, um, Zoran, actually, he was from Canada, uh, who kind of had a, a project and he wanted to make it happen. And he, uh, and he, and so that was a really, I enjoyed this one because it was a good, uh, kind of learning experience for us. So now, so you, you back some projects. What about other resources that you went out and researched? Obviously you found my podcast a, a while ago. Um, what other, so how did that happen and how did you, what other resources did you then use the podcast and my guests to go more or were there other sites that you were able to find? How did that, what was the process? Because other people who are listening right now have maybe come to this point through a different route and maybe there's some things that you could suggest. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on Google, just doing a lot of different searches um, for Kickstarter, for game development development, uh, new game creation, a lot of those types of searches. And we found um, your podcast and your blog and started studying that quite a bit. Um, and then we've also read a couple of books um, just on game development. 
Yeah, one book, um, and I've read a couple uh, that were mostly on video games, but I, I think the fundamentals crossover. Uh, yep. One particular was by Jesse Schell, uh, who is out of Pittsburgh, actually. Uh, it's called The Art of Game Design. Okay. And it's, it's a uh, it's kind of a textbook. It's a thick book, but it's very well written. Uh, and in it, he talks a lot about just everything from playtesting to, you know, what you should have in your game, what keeps players engaged. And, uh, and so, you know, we use that a, a lot. And there's another one by Ralph Costing, I think. I forget what it's called. I couldn't find it. I was looking for it today. Okay. Um, but, but that was helpful was, as well from, again, from a game design standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So yeah, – and one other thing that we did is um, we took a, a business planning class um, oh, six or nine months ago, and we put together a business plan for our game. Um, and so we, we, saw, we, we wrote it out kind of from start to finish, what we would do and how we would do it, so that when we got to this point where we're trying to raise some money and uh, close to produ- production, we know exactly what we're going to do and what our next steps are. Okay, so a lot of preparation from that standpoint. Now, when you, when we got closer, uh, you and I uh, continued to correspond. We had a call. Uh, we'll call it a preliminary uh, discovery call, consultation call. We'll just call it that, right? <laughs> and so we talked about your project and where it was at. And then I asked you a series of questions, and there was kind of an aha moment, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? I could talk about it from my perspective. Why don't you talk about that? Well, and and this call actually for our listeners, we're doing. I'm doing a video call, and look, somebody's blushing. What is what's, what's with that? Uh, what was that aha moment for you guys? Well, we had at that point, you know, we had a website, and we were doing a Facebook campaign and trying to build interest before we actually launched Kickstarter. And we said, boy, we've got our messaging, we've got a video. Um, all we need to do is just, you know, start our kick. Starter project and hit go. And so we were planning on two weeks ago launching yeah. our starter campaign. Uh, and and, and, you, know, was, and you, we, you were, you were going to launch it on a, what was it, a Saturday? Friday, um, Friday Saturday, something like that? It was the weekend. Yep. yep and I think we, we spoke on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Before really that timing. Yeah, before that weekend, yes. And what happened? You opened our eyes to the fact <laughs> that. Um, even in this digital age, you cannot just log into Kickstarter and start your project right away. There are several steps in that process that take several days to accomplish. And so that did push us back uh, on our launch date. So talk about those. What were those? What was this aha moment? This is because we're calling this, you think you're ready, but, uh, but you're not. And so what was it that you needed to do? Yeah. So um, one thing... Um, just the, the setup of the project on the Kickstarter site, we had to set up the Amazon payment process and that takes a couple, a couple of days to set up. Um, we had to go through the Kickstarter approval process and that took a few days and, um, adding all of the content to the site, I think, um, we spent about an entire day just typing it out and filling out all the information even though we we knew what our reward levels were going to be, um, we knew what our messaging was going to be. It still took a long time to finesse it and make it the way we wanted to make it work. And so now you, it delayed you about two weeks. Then, yep, 
It did. And, and you bring up a really valid point because there's a, a source of, of information, feedback, and resources that, um, that for project owners who kind of fall into this and aren't aware, they actually miss out on. And that is as you're building your Kickstarter campaign, your Amazon payments situation and your approval from Kickstarter are actually two separate tracks. It's not like you have to wait three days to get one and then three days to get the other, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You can do those in tandem, um, which is why I tell people over and over and over, if you've listened to my podcast for a long period, especially from the early on right now, and I'll do it again. Anybody who's listening right now and thinks they're going to launch a Kickstarter campaign between now and before they die needs to go mm-hmm. immediately to Kickstarter, hit start and go add your Amazon payment banking information. Because once the banking's set up, it's like getting pre-approved for, in, in some ways, well, that's slightly different, but it's set up the process so that from now on, any Kickstarter campaign you do is just literally the click of a button and you're good to go. But you got to do that banking first, right? And that took you about three or four days, you said. Yep. So I need any listeners right now to simply go do that. Just go click start, create a campaign. It doesn't matter what it is. Really, it doesn't matter what it is. I have half a dozen of untitled ones simply from doing examples. Click on, go to the very end. And I think it's account setting or something like that. Click on that, set up your banking right now. And then, uh, right, that was the first step. And then this other one that you just talked about was this approval process from Kickstarter. And the approval process and the launch are also disconnected, right? That they have nothing to do with each other. No, but it's, it's not always clear when you send in that approval that it's not actually going to launch immediately after it gets approved. It, it's a little tricky there. Like there's that moment of, do I really want to submit this for approval yet? And you, right. do. you do. You do. And even if it's not complete, cause I tell people, look, just take your iPhone, shoot a video, tell Kickstarter what the campaign's about. Mm-hmm. And then write up the basic, go in and write up the basics, add your basic reward levels and everything. Because once they approve the principle of the project, you can now go back and change all of that content to be more rich and more filled out. And that's another thing to do. Now, here's the piece. There's this – did you take advantage of the fact that there's a preview link that you can send people, okay? And so you can't get that preview link. Well, no, you get it even before you get approval. And so did you send that preview link out to people? Yeah, we did. Um, We sent it out. We have about 100 people uh, on our email distribution list right now for the game. And so um, we leveraged that. Well, with close friends, we sent it out and said, hey – Take it out. Check it out. What do you think? Give us your feedback. Um, but then we also, the day before we launched, we sort of gave a preview to everyone in our email list to say, hey, here's, here it is. Get ready. We're going to launch tomorrow. And that's a great thing to remember. Also, something I recommend to people is that get that project going and use that preview link early and often. Put it on your Facebook page. Tweet it out to your backers. Uh, send it as an email. Hey, here's our latest pledge idea. What do you guys think? And just constantly use it all the time to keep people, all those people who are willing to invest the time to go look and and critique your campaign, ultimately become emotionally bought in and they'll start to become backers later on. Mm -hmm. All right. So now you went through the process and then you made the launch and you launched it just a couple of days ago. You've got to be thrilled with what's happened, right? I'll be thrilled when we hit our goal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So just as a word of warning, you probably won't be. Because <laughs> there's this sense of anxiety that when you cross over that finish line, that now you're waiting because people can cancel their pledge. 
Uh-huh. Now you start thinking, uh-oh, all those friends who helped us out, they saw that we've made it, so they're going to back out now because they don't, they're going to think that we don't need their money. No, the anxiety, and you can talk to a lot of backers, the anxiety stays with you right up until the campaign ends. And then you inherit a whole new level of anxiety and worries. But uh, I think, you know, that's a really the stress involved of just, you know, working full time uh, and, and doing this on top of it. Like on Friday, I was just I was done. I, you know, we launched on Saturday morning and I was just I've been doing, every, you know, getting up, getting right. ready for launch, working. And it's a real that's a real factor to consider is just the stress of if you're a high anxiety person and I'm generally not like. It's, it really takes it up a notch uh, to do this on top of, you know, your normal responsibilities. That's a very valid point that so many – Jamie in my last episode, Jamie Stegmaier, really talked about how it's a full-time job getting it ready. Then it's a full-time job to run it because you're, you're answering questions. You're monitoring the, suge- you know, the success. Do we change a pledge level? Do we add another pledge level? People are giving you ideas. You're still doing the outbound campaign, the outreach campaign. All of that just takes so much time. And if you have type of life events that are happening nearby, those sometimes can be just a stress. Nicole, what kind of life events could that possibly be? Yes, we are going to have a baby in a few months. So very good idea to do this before <laughs> before you have the baby. And I'm thrilled we had for you. Conversation in July and sat down and said. Okay, if we're gonna do this. Let's do the timeline here. We we better we, we're gonna have these games done before the baby's here. That's right. Uh, so you've got until this. The, was it the first week of December? Is that when you're expecting? It is. Yes, and it's it's in our risks on the uh, <laughs> on our project. Well, that's awesome. I certainly appreciate you being willing to talk about some of the uh, the challenges you guys have faced in this little bit of a journey. It's a lot of fun to see the success of the project. I'm a backer. Uh, I've been uh, been watching this a little bit, and uh, we're going to urge our listeners right now. I know you're in a relationship somewhere that could benefit. Mine could. Not that mine's bad, but uh, it, we all could. Uh, hey, you know, this is a game for just couples who want to have fun together. This isn't, you know, there's there's that stigma of if you play a game, then it's got to be, you know, either really cheesy or an over-the-top sex game. And we said, let's just make one that's fun. And it's just fun. And I'm looking forward to it. You guys sent me a, a preview copy. And so I'm planning on uh, my wife and I playing that here over the next couple of weeks before the campaign ends so we can give you some feedback. But uh, I'm awesome. excited for you. Congratulations on the success. Congratulations on the baby that's coming, Nicole. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, con- thank you very much for taking the time to, uh, to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. This, is, this has been good. It, it's been a really exciting journey um, every step of the way. And we're happy to talk about it every chance we get. I bet you are. All right. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. My name is Richard Bliss. I've been your host. My guests have been Nicole and Nick Fink, who have Marital Bliss, the project that's out there that uh, you got to go check out just because you're a fan of the show and it carries part of the sh- my name with it. Marital Bliss. <laughs> Can't, I love that. So hopefully you've heard something from, inspiring from uh, Nick and Nicole that uh, to help you avoid some, maybe some of the Stumbling, stumbling blocks that might pop up on your Kickstarter campaign. We're looking forward to seeing yours out there. Hopefully you've heard something inspiring. I always do. I love my guests being willing to share. Thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing your project out there. Take care.